Hey everyone, this is Tyler Shaw, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. So glad you made the time, Tyler, to be on Tobin tonight. Obviously, the biggest interview, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't even worry about it. Sarcasm is, goes a long way. So I, let's talk about this because you've had over 25 artists. You've claimed that this was three weeks. You and Fifi Dobson worked on this. So take me through the process of, you know, how did you come up with the idea? How did you get the axe? Who reached out to who? Yeah, absolutely. Three weeks was the timeline. Um, it was when Bill Withers passed away. I was on the internet just researching his his legacy. You know, obviously came across this song, Lean On Me. And reading the lyrics, it really just jumped out at me that this was the type of message that everybody on this planet needs to hear right now because the morale has been so low with COVID-19, you know, taking away jobs, taking away family members, like just everything about it is just so negative. So it was, a, it was an important message that I felt like the world needed to hear in that time. Uh, so right there, I decided to call my good friend Fifi Dobson. And we were talking about the idea of a collaboration and we wanted it to be, you know, world renounced. So we wanted to we wanted to get people as many people on it as possible. And what better way to do that than to get Canadians since we are Canadians, we wanted it to be a whole Canadian collaboration. So that was all in one day where that kind of fell into place. And the next day we just started reaching out to everyone we knew in the music industry. And obviously we had Danny Reiner, who's my, who's my manager. He got very much involved as well. And Sony music got involved and Fifi brought the producer John Levine in who brought Dan Cantor in, who's known for his musical directing for Justin Bieber. So a lot of, a lot of the, the phone calls we were making, you know, everyone was very, very excited about the project and the artist initiative that we now, now call artists can. And it just kind of snowballed from there. You know, once this person was in, this other person got in. Once this person was, you know, it just, it was a whole connection thing. And we're overwhelmed. Like we were so, so happy to have everyone involved. And, you know, I don't think we could have asked for anything more with, with uh, having Justin Bieber on, Brian Adams, Michael Bublé, Jan Arden, Sarah McLaughlin, like all these amazing, incredible artists, not to mention the up and coming artists too, uh, Command Sisters, Bad Child, like really diverse group of people. And that's what it's all about, right? Just coming together as human beings and making a difference and i like your answer there because even in this time of crisis it's like you know you got your well-established canadian acts even reaching out and kind of giving these not quite there yet but on the verge of being their smaller canadian acts a bit of a platform as well like whether that's course, yeah. you know intended not intended but it just speaks to the canadian culture as well did you have like kind of a set idea of who you want to include you know who was going to sing certain lines you know who was really your first idea person to reach out to besides fifi you know i have a few contacts in my phone so i those were my immediate people that i reached out to but then there was you know like brian for example that was brought in from uh, the producer john levine who has a close connection and i was i was very very excited about that one because i'm a big brian adams fan but yeah, in terms of recording the the whole song, luckily a lot of people did sing front to back. We just placed them in where where we thought where where they sounded good. 
and John Levine took the took the reins on that, um, which was not an easy task. But uh, we we did it, and as you hear the final product, like it's we're super happy with it, and uh, everyone else is. Too. Were there a few acts that you made a maybe wanted to include, or just didn't have the time, or just they were busy with something else that you would have liked to include in there? Honestly, I like I said, I'm really happy with the final product. We did reach out to to like tons tons more just timing wise people weren't able to get back um in time because it was such a short like project like three weeks a lot of people were busy doing other things but the fact that it was three weeks and we did get who we got just over the moon by it oh no absolutely like and again i I just mentioned it just because sometimes i know dealing with podcasting and sometimes when we do like a christmas special you have an idea of who you want on certain lines and it's just Right. By no fault of their own, it, they're, they're sometimes busy. And it's just, it, I just thought it'd be cool just to get your kind of perspective on it. Because, like, you know, you did mention about Brian Adams being included. But there was a few acts that I was just surprised that weren't in there. Now, I'm not saying you didn't reach out to them. It's just they could be busy. Chances are knowing that they were. Like Lights, for example. Yeah, we reached out to her and she was she was busy. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's just interesting because when I look at when I was doing the press release, looking at the press release and just seeing who was represented by who, I was like, oh, I'm sure they reached out to these people. They're just busy, which yeah. is totally fine. And again, three weeks to get that many artists, like mind blowing. Yeah. Now, of course, the all proceeds are going to like the Canada Red Cross. You can stream it. You can view the music video, download it, or just text lean on me to two zero two 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 or go to redcross.ca lean on me to get the word out to give them some funding as well or some support absolutely the song though you mentioned about lean on me was you did kind of get into it a little bit of why you chose it was there some like a specific line that just stuck out to you or is it just like as soon as you heard it you said this is it this is the song what they were going to do i think it was just the overall message like you know you have the chorus lean on me when you're not strong like that pretty much sums it up people right now are are not feeling their strongest and we the message in my opinion you should be able to lean on each other no matter what uh, especially time of crisis like this obviously not physically but we're there virtually we're there emotionally and and people need to remember that you know it's with technology nowadays it's so so easy to pick up the phone uh, and call someone, FaceTime, Zoom sessions with family, text messages. Like it's easier than it ever has been. You know, we're not writing a letter and waiting five days for one letter to come and then you have to write back another five days. You know, it's, it's that easy. I, I watched the, the video. I like how everyone kind of, you know, it's a little bit of a surprise when you see certain people come on and sing and do their part and you just get amazed at like, oh, well, this act's included in it. This is really cool. And the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, it's all going towards a greater cause. And I guess a little bit of a little bit more to uh, stroke the ego there, Tyler. Your, your birthday was like just earlier in April. And this is what you came up with for like, instead of going like, yeah, it's my birthday. You were like, now nah, let's think of other people. So congrats to you on that. Because <laughs> if it was me and it was October, I'd be like, yeah, I want to do this, but... You know, I'm also going to turn 29, almost 30, so I'm gonna, I'm probably going to focus my little birthday <laughs> on that. But happy 27th, yeah. buddy! Thank you, thank you very much. So, I mean, yeah, I know, uh, I know it's all in COVID, but like, did you have any plans? Did you have any like big, or did you just sit and mope around watching Big Bang Theory like me? No. <laughs> um, no, well, obviously, yeah, I, I, I was going to throw out a house party, but um, obviously that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> so my wife baked me a chocolate cake, and I sipped on some whiskey that I purchased earlier this year and was saving specifically for our birthday 
to share with people, but <laughs> <laughs> didn't get the opportunity to do that. Yeah, it was it was very low key, but definitely definitely one to remember since it was such a unique situation. Absolutely. I mean, I hope we didn't have like a live. Sh- Good thing we weren't streaming at that time. A live shot of Tyler just sitting on a couch, like you know, face buried in chocolate cake and just, you know, <laughs> just bawling his eyes out like no one came to my birthday. It's like, Tyler, don't no, worry about it. No, no, no. None, none of that, no. Now, of course, just to get into a little bit of the personal side here as well, with your career, you were raised in BC. Tell me about growing up there in BC. What was that like? Oh, man. Uh, if you've ever been to Vancouver, you know the the vibe. You know, I definitely took it for granted growing up. I never thought I would leave. So, you know, walking outside, I lived on the side of a mountain. I know it sounds really weird, but like once you think of it, you know, when you're, I grew up in a town called Coquitlam and it's kind of like a valley, but with like, you know, it's a suburb. It's a, there's a city, there's a mall, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but I was on the side of a mountain. So I'd walk out and literally look at snow covered mountains most of the time. And, you know, I took that for granted, you know, breathing in the fresh air, took that for granted too. Because in my opinion, there's no fresh air and there is in Vancouver. My, my parents are still there. My siblings are still there. All my best friends are still there. So it will always be a home. I've been in Toronto now for eight years and this is home too now. You know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful city and there's nothing, uh, you can always do something. So there's no shortage of, of fun and especially being in the entertainment industry. This is the spot to be for Vancouver growing up. Like it will always be a positive memory. I'm going to debate you a little bit, but in a friendly way, because you can claim that Vancouver has the mountains and has the great air. But I'm going to argue that uh, from the other side of things, from the other coast, Tyler, Newfoundland has the water, has the sea, has the, has all that. And I'm just wondering, because it says here that you found a guitar under a staircase at age 13, started writing your own songs. So whoever left that guitar, clearly (laughs) it went in the right hands afterwards. But 19, sociology at University of PI, that's a long way from BC, my friend. Yes, I did go coast to coast. Uh, I was mainly for uh, (laughs) for soccer, though. I was on a small soccer scholarship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's just interesting. So we could have been talking about this with Tyler Shaw, the soccer star. This is true. You know, that was, that was (laughs) definitely the dream. I'm not going to lie. Like that is definitely something I wanted to pursue and was in the, the motion of pursuing, but then, you know, the music thing came up and I had a passion for it and decided to go for it, uh, go for it at that time. And I'm, I'm really glad I did because I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, and it's just a funny story how that all came to be because I've got it written down here. Like you're in your first year, so it was your roommate. I think it's Kyle Dutton. Yeah, Kyle Dutton. Oh, Dutton, Dutton. There you go. Like just kind of suggested to you about this much music cover contest for like 2012 there. And mm-hmm. you sent in a few covers, kept on going along the way. Like, does Kyle bother you a lot and say like, yo, you're coming to town. I need some concert <laughs> tickets or yo, like I set you up here. Where's where's my piece of the cake? No, 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 no. He's uh, <laughs> he's actually still one of my best friends. Uh, he was my best man at my wedding uh, in 2018. Yeah, like we've been super close ever since uh, high school. So he's uh, he's over in Europe right now. Um, doing his thing, studying, and uh, we keep in touch a lot. But he's he's not the type of person that would, um, you know, ask for a, a piece of the cake, right? Uh, yeah. Every time I see him, though, every time I see him, though, I, I, I obviously first rounds on me. Oh well, well, good because I was going to be like, if I was your roommate back then, you'd you'd just see me constantly doing like press interviews, like that Tyler Shaw guy, like 
you know, I discovered him first. Like, I was the one who told him <laughs> to do this. And then they'd be like, yeah. I'm so sick of this guy. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. I, I get credit here. Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, of course, you had some songs out that are still actually on my iPhone. And I, I actually promoted them with one of the episodes on Instagram. I think you've seen it. I had the Kiss Goodnight, Wicked cautious all great songs thank you but just tell me like the thought process of writing these songs and you know what they mean to you because again they kind of led to you getting like juno nominated as well like the older songs i'm trying to remember where my head was at i'm staring at my kiss goodnight uh, gold certified plaque right now trying to remember what the inspiration was and all i can think of is my wife um, that was pretty much written shortly after meeting her so a lot of inspiration it comes from love and you know i've been in a relationship for i want to say eight years now and you know it, in my opinion not every relationship is perfect so you go through the ups and downs and thankfully i have an outlet and a platform where i'm able to write about it and you know hopefully i'm honest enough in my lyrics that people think it's relatable and and uh, and true so a lot of the songs that i write come from personal experiences but for you know for a song like cautious it's usually taking not like a made up situation, something that's happened in in my life, but just putting a Hollywood spin on it to make it more dramatic, if that makes no, sense. No, no, absolutely. To bring it full circle here uh, with the interview, when, you, when you're doing the song there for Lean On Me, the one thing that really came across my mind was when you got all these artists to, to come together was... Was there any kind of friction? Because, you know, you got a lot of these big name stars. Were there any ones like really concerned about certain parts that they were going to do, where you were going to place them or anything like that? No, thankfully not. You know, <laughs> we did have a conversation, though. Like we were so happy that everyone set egos aside and set. I can't remember what am I trying to say here? Like the pedestal. Like their own like standards, their sta I guess. Exactly. The status. It was all none of that. We came together as human beings. We came together as people, as Canadians, for the initiative to raise funds for the Canadian Red Cross fight COVID-19. And that that was it. There was nothing nothing in between, nothing on either side. That was the whole point. Where do you want to see this Lean On Me go? Like, what was your, what's your goal or your expectations for the song? Obviously, to make a difference and to help people. What the Canadian Red Cross is doing with the, with the funds is, you know, creating the pr uh, proper protective equipment for the frontline workers and for those who need it putting food uh, boxes on tables for families that need it, helping people financially who need it. There's, those are just to name a few things, but they're doing a lot more with than that. So I hope and, and I, I assume that this is going to do well um, because of the, the amount of people who are on it and the amount of support it has and the, uh, the, end, the end goal and the, and the initiative. And I, you know, I'm seeing my wife go into the hospital every every day to help people. Um, and you know, I wanted to make a difference, so I decided to do this. Uh, and I'm glad I did because now it's not just me going on Instagram Live every week. It's actually raising substantial amount of money for those who need it um, in a time of crisis. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Tyler Shaw for coming on the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thanks for listening and good night. 
What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.